0: Welcome back to Blake's Take. I'm Blake Neiman, and I'll give you my take on local and national sports from the Willamette Valley and beyond. I hope you're having a great Monday, getting right into the holiday season, December 21st. It's always a great day. And uh, I hope you all are just having a great day, had a great weekend, and just getting right into this next week of sports and uh, enjoying some great new sports news that I present you. So starting off with lots of great championship weekend action in college football this weekend. And now we have our final determination of who's going to be in this college football playoff. The Alabama Crimson Tide claimed their number one seed spot in the playoff with their win over the Florida Gators in the SEC Championship. The Clemson Tigers then filled in at the number two spot with their dominant victory blowout win over the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Then at number three, we had uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes who barely even grabbed a resume. They had to win six games, and they got exactly six games, which got them into the playoff with their win over Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship, of course. Then to round off at number four, we have, of course, Notre Dame, who only had their one loss of the season when their blowout loss versus the Clemson Tigers, and their but they did beat the Clemson Tigers er- earlier this season, so they deserved the credit to get into this playoff. So it should be great action between some of the most elite teams and elite players in college football, NFL top prospects uh, in this draft and in this college football playoff that we're going to have so I look great forward to lots of great action over the next couple of weeks and New Year's Day and I hopefully we will see a great national champion crowned this coming January so we'll see how it turns out as far as NFL though we had lots of great action this weekend as well always great matchups across the league starting off with the potential Super Bowl matchup in the New Orleans Saints versus the dominant Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes The Chiefs would get things started with Patrick Mahomes on a rollout pass to Tyreek Hill for the early score. Mahomes would then quickly flip one to Travis Kelsey on the goal line for the touchdown to make it a two-score lead on the next drive. Taysom Hill would then get things going for the Saints in the second by mowing over defenders into the end zone. Powerful touchdown. Breeze and the Saints would then get the momentum going in the second half with a Latavius Murray touchdown to take the lead. The Chiefs would then respond, though, with Mahomes being swarmed by defenders and throwing it into coverage, where Sammy Watkins would make an immaculate catch in the corner of the end zone for the score, an incredible touchdown, incredible catch by Sammy Watkins, and an incredible rollout by Mahomes, too. Mahomes would then tack on some more points with a pitch to Le'Veon Bell, who would work his way in, into the end zone for the touchdown. Yet the Saints would have responded right back with an elite running back of their own and won Alvin Kamara for the score. The Chiefs would then have a field goal, a key field goal, on the next drive with under five minutes remaining in this game. With still time on the clock, Breeze drove down the field and capped off the drive with a dime to Jordan Humphrey to put the game within three. However, it just wouldn't be enough for the Saints in this game, and the Chiefs would get the win and the close win over the Saints, and the Chiefs just keep battling and keep surviving these little close battles with all the teams they pretty much faced. I can't remember the last time it wasn't within a touchdown that they beat a team, but a win's a win. I mean, the Chiefs just always find a way to win, and I guess that's all you need in this league. So great win for the Chiefs, and hopefully the Saints will battle back and try and see how they'll turn out in this NFC division and the NFC playoffs. So we'll see how it turns out for them. As far as the rest of the NFL, though, the Packers beat the Panthers. The Bills crush the Broncos. I mean, crush the Broncos. The Browns get the great win over the the Giants on Sunday Night Football. The Cardinals get the win despite the incredible performance out of Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, over 300 yards that he had. The Cowboys get their second straight win. The Bucks beat the Falcons. The Seahawks get the relief win over the Washington football team. Can't afford any more losses for them the colts edged out the titans the texans the ravens dominated the jags while the titans dominated the lions the bears beat the giants and the dolphins knocked out the patriots from playoff contention for the first time that the patriots won't make the playoffs since 08 and and everybody this is true statement the jets have won a football game you heard it here the new york jets beat the rams 23 to 20 yes they have won for all you Jets fans wishing that you were going to get the number one draft pick that is now gone if they both go 1-15 the Jags will now get it so I'm just glad that the Jets won the Jets have won a football game oh yes the New York Jets we love to see them we love them we love the New York Jets Oh, so great action in the NFL this weekend. Always great to see the Greens battling out. And we shall see more great action and matchups to come in the near future. As far as local sports, though, of course, we all know we had the Pac-12 championships this weekend. And Oregon actually got a chance to play in it in spite of... Uh, the Huskies, Washington Huskies, their COVID crisis, the Ducks got a spot as the number two team in the North to face off against the number 13-ranked Trojans in the South. The Ducks would get things going early for uh, with an Antonio Anthony Brown dumping one off to Jalen Reed for the score. The Ducks would then pick off Keaton Slovis once again. Ducks defense really came coming up big in this game. The turnover would then set up a touchdown connection between Tyler Slough and Hunter Campmoyer to take the early two score lead. With less than a minute remaining in the first, though, uh, Slovis would connect with Eamon Raw St. Brown to get on the board. Tyler Slough would then connect, Tyler Schuff would then come back and drop one to D- DJ Johnson, who would then cut up and run into the end zone for the score. The Trojans would then come right back though with Marquis step having a power in it to the end zone to make it all only a one score lead in this game. Anthony Brown would then get things started in the second half of the Ducks though with a dime to a wide open Travis Die in the back of the end zone. The Trojans would then come back with a McCoy to shorten the lead down to one score once again. Yeah, it just wouldn't be enough for USC and Oregon r- miraculously wins the Pac-12 championship. Despite all the odds, despite all the consequences and uh, circumstances that they were put in during this COVID crisis, the Oregon Ducks are bringing one home to Oregon. So great win for the Ducks. Great to show Oregon pride and uh, just great win for them. Really uh, appreciate the Pac-12 championship for them. This is back-to-back for them. And they shouldn't even been in this game in the first place. So congratulations to the Ducks. I know they really appreciate that, and Ducks fans out there really appreciate it as well. As far far as other local sports, the Bees tried to get their bull hopes still alive with their last chance against uh, a very good ASU team, ASU Sun Devil team. The Bees would get things started early with Chance Nolan Nolan connecting with a wide-open Ty John Lindsay in the back of the end zone to take the early 7-0 lead. The Sun Devils would then come back and had their own run game and punched it in for the opposing score. Jaden Daniels would then tack on some more for the Sun Devils with a read-option walk-in score. However, on the extra point after that touchdown, we would have a wild snap way over the holder's hand, and that would lead to the several fumbles and trip-overs and it was always just a mess and ultimately just a failure of a play. I thought that was a great failure and funny not top-10 play. Daniels would then heave one Deep 63 yards to one Jordan Porter for the great score to put up ASU two scores. The Sun Devils then to run game just kept on rolling, keep getting better and better, and rolled right into the end zone to make it 26 straight unanswered points. Rough start for the Bees. Then, with less than two minutes remaining though, Coletto and the Bees would shorten the lead before halftime with Coletto diving in for the rushing touchdown. Jaden Daniels would still be coming out hot in the second half with another great read option that he took all the way down the sideline, duking out defenders 53 yards to the house. However, the Bees would then respond again with their freshman weapon in Coletto, who would get the direct snap sweep into the end zone for the score. Yet the Bees still couldn't seem to stop Rashad White and the Arizona State run game with White going untouched, duking out defenders 55 yards to the with a bullying touchdown, just a powerful hit-and-go. Chance Nolan would then connect with Trey Sean Harrison at the end of the third to get a small amount of momentum going. The Sun Devils then showed their trickery with a double-reverse speedy touchdown. It was incredible speedy and trickery there. Even though Bees fans weren't too excited throughout this game, Zari Beeson did have an incredible catch over two defenders, like a Randy Moss type of thing, as time expired. So, obviously, it was a little too late for the Beavers to get a score, and they obviously ended up losing and ultimately become un bowl eligible for the second straight year after close battles last year. We all know what happened in Washington State, close battle in OT, but nothing we can do about it in those Beavs, but... They tried their best, I guess, but just keep on losing. We, I mean, we have seriously improved in the grand scheme of things. In the amount of five years, we have definitely improved in coaching players and the amount of success that we have had as the Beavers organization. So neither the Arizona State Sun Devils or Oregon State qualified for a bowl game, but it was just a great fun matchup that we got to see last night. Lots of great athletic players and great prospects that we got to see and just lots of magical plays that we saw last night and just a great end to a Beavers season. I know it wasn't a win, but we had a great little shortened season. And I really hope that we have a much better and much more exciting jam-packed highlight real played season next year with a full season, full like 12, 13 game season for the Beavers in 2021. So we'll see how it turns out for the Beavs and the Ducks next year. So thank you for tuning in to another wonderful episode of Blake's Take filled with sports content and everything. I appreciate you all who support on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. And I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.